Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Master Joe is directly across from me, diametrically opposed to almost everything I've ever said in my opposed, entire sir. life. Diametrically opposed. <laughs> I am opposed. Opposed. Who says that? I am opposed. Uh, that was Senator Claghorn. Oh, okay. That was an old character on Fred Allen's radio show. I am opposed. Opposed, sir. I'm adamantly opposed. <laughs> Did you ever do any acting at all? Once I played King Arthur in a uh, Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court my senior year in high school. I was going to say, <laughs> you do voices and things occasionally, especially off mic, but uh, okay. All right. I used to do impersonations, but I stopped that. Well, we're going to start out with something a little bit lighter today. Somebody sent us a Julie Andrews. I wonder if she wrote this or she just voiced it, but this is... I don't is, know. It's a riot. It is great. So let me introduce the show. And Why we'll, don't you do that? And we'll then we can lead it. off with something levitous. You can practice your singing because you're going to need your singing coming. Up. Okay. All right. So, uh, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done. Go down there and talk to Jeff or Jason or uh, Ernie or Austin or uh, Alphonse and talk to them about some of the many vehicles that are available there. They would just love to do business with you at the Sunbury Motor Company. Start out the search at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open now, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can talk about the goings-on in Washington or the latest Fox News clippings, as Joe brings in every day. Did you bring one today? Oh, I did. Oh, super. Well, I brought okay. something even better, some audio that's rather startling. Right, well, we'll play it on our phones and see if we can get that going, or maybe Rob can play it for us. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Always include the keyword OTM. I'm Statler. Mr. Waldorf is directly across from me, and those are the grumpy Muppet characters. <laughs> one of our good listeners, who happens to be the single smartest woman in the world has sent us a great um, what well, is this, this song? about Julie Andrews turning 79 to commemorate her birthday she uh, made a special appearance at Manhattan's Radio City Music Hall for the benefit of the AARP. One of the musical numbers she performed was My Favorite Things but she changed the lyrics a little bit and they're very funny um I'm not going to sing it, but Botox and nose drops and needles for knitting, walkers and handrails and new dental fittings, <laughs> bundles of magazines tied up in string. Hey. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> uh, Cadillacs and cataracts, hearing aids and glasses, polyden and fixident and false teeth and glasses, pacemakers, golf carts, and porches with swings. These are a few of my favorite things. When the pipes leak, when the bones creak, when the knees go bad, I simply remember my favorite things and then I don't feel so bad. Hot tea and crumpets and corn pads for bunions. No spicy hot food or food cooked with onions. Ah. Bathrobes and heating pads and hot meals they bring. These are a few of my favorite things. 
back pain, confused brains, and no need for sinning, thin bones and fractures, and hair that is thinning. And we won't mention our short, shrunken frames when we remember our favorite things. When the joints ache, when the hips break, when the eyes grow dim, then I remember the great life I've had, and then I don't feel so bad. Says right. so she received a standing <laughs> ovation from the crowd that lasted over four minutes. Wow. <laughs> that is great. Thanks. Yeah, thank a lighter you so note. You always say we open with a little bit of frivolity. Right. So somebody sent us in today. But how true, how true. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, all of those things I recognize. I take the magazines bundle with string a little personally. I got a little OCD in the recycling department, so there's nothing wrong with that. All right, well, we have uh, two of our great listeners and fabulous callers lined up ready to go first, Stan, then Eric. Uh, so we launch into open phones, 1-800-795-9565. Stan, you're on the mark. Uh, thanks for calling I'm good. in. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm going to make things even higher. Did you hear that the Biden administration is going to be looking to fund uh, safe injection sites and, and provide new crack pipes for addicts? Well, it's the least. We, about that? Yes, it's the least we can do for them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all in the name of racial equity. So, how is how that racially do equitable? You have to be. To consider that the only people to have equity, racial equity, that you have to supply crack pipes and everything. I don't think so it's what all. Are they saying? It's Black not folks are the only. No, no, no. It's not all in the name of racial equity. It uh-huh. is one of the factors in distributing, you know, clean needles and uh, free clean crack pipes. I guess they get infected and so dirty. So let me guess. I don't in- know. Instead of trying to get them off of it, we're just making it easier for them right. to do. Okay, I got it. I think, And that's racially equitable. It sounds cockamamie, doesn't it? Well, it's like when we started giving out free needles, you know, that people really oppose that. Yeah, I think a lot of people push back against this. Uh, it is just a life-saving measure. I know you probably think, well, we should probably try to get these people to a rehab place or something, but I think it's considered a life-saving measure when you distribute clean needles or you let, allow people to shoot up in the supervision of uh, somebody who's uh, you know, a medical professional or an addiction professional, or you give them a crack pipe that isn't infected and you know dirty and reused or dangerous or something like that. It is probably the most controversial anti-drug <laughs> program that's out there I can think of. Well, it's like giving out the Narcan you know, a lot of people hate the fact that we give out Narcan around here because it saves the lives of addicts. They say, you know, if you're going to do the drug, go ahead and die. But uh, Who says that, Mark? I don't believe I've ever heard anybody oh, say I that. Oh, I think that's oh, that's what the anti-Narcan people, they say. You're, you're, there you're are anti-Narcan people? Yeah, I haven't run into them either. They're, uh, you know, they think it's a waste of money. But it doesn't really matter. It, the goal <laughs> is to save lives. If you consider saving lives the most important things, we know free needle giveaways work. We know free crack pipes. This is a new yeah, one. You know what? It's, like, it's like giving plastic <laughs> booze bottles to people who drunk drive so that they won't break their bottles while they're driving. <laughs> okay. That's probably true. It's, it's insane. So where's the drugs coming from that they're going to put in these crack pipes and needles? Well, that's an excellent they, question. Is that, is that self-service, or do they have to bring their own? Is it for, bring your own BOD, bring your own drugs? And next, there'll be know. a program to fu- provide funding for people who can't afford their own narcotics. That'll be the next ah, okay. step. Yeah, because the narcotics so, so now are the government's going to be in the drug drug dealing business with the cartels. Awesome. That's that's just awesome. Now, I you know speaking of you know the soft bigotry of low expectations and racism from the left, I heard a clip from a woman that was on. I think it was last week on one of the major 
you know, mainstream media shows. They were talking about the Castle Doctrine out there that they're trying to get past. I don't know if it's passed or trying to get past in Missouri. Now, this, um, from what I could tell, I just heard the clip, didn't see the clip, so I'm, I won't say it. Could be a, a racial minority, I'm not sure. But basically what she was saying is this will just give license to the people to shoot black people. Okay? Now, the Castle, Castle Doctrine is to pro- provide people relief homeowners that if somebody breaks into your house you don't have to run away because it's your house and if you put somebody down because they're in your house trying to harm you you can't be sued or arrested for it as long as they were there to harm you so what this woman is saying is evidently the way i take it is that only black people are going into homes and trying to harm people is that how you would take it if she's saying that's what's going to happen it gives a license to people to kill black people i'm more interested in the concept of how it is you determine what the motive of someone is who's come into your (laughs) house excuse me so before i shoot you would you somebody (laughs) comes into your house in the middle of the night and you didn't invite them they're not there to have a party well i know but how am i to ask how am i to ascertain their intent at that hour they might be there to have a party but guess who's the party pooper no but i mean if i just plug them because they're in my house he's saying that i have the 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 determining factor has to be that they're there to harm me i don't know how i would ascertain that i would probably in your house without permission i would shoot first and ask questions later i guess always always dead men tell no tales You know, but but the, the thing is, they have to be in your house. You don't shoot somebody out on your porch, which I have total. I have seen that happen in Louisiana, and the guy that did it got off. Totally wrong. Okay, but once somebody comes into your house, uninvited, and if they're threatening you, because generally you wouldn't shoot. You would basically, if you had a gun, you would say, "Get out of my house," or I'll shoot you. You don't necessarily fire first. But if somebody threatens you or comes at you, and if they show any type of aggression, then you have absolute right to put them down. Well, you know, a few years ago... But this woman is is accusing everybody in Missouri that is for this of being racist because they're only going to shoot black people. My (laughs) question is, how racist do you have to be to think that only black people are the ones going to be breaking into houses? Well, that's there a good you point. go. That's a good point. But you know, it almost sounds like the qualifi- the qualifiers here remind me of that uh, thing that was prop- popular a few years back, where some college proposed uh, rules for dating that I- everywhere along the way you had to ask for permission for everything you did. <laughs> you know, so the next thing we're going to be saying, "Excuse me, sir, I noticed that you're in my house without invitation. Before I shoot you, would you please tell me what your intent? What's your is? motivation? Right. It's like an actor. What? What's your motivation? Well, her 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 thinking was it's like Lynch because evidently Missouri had high lynching rates back in the 50s, from the, up, up until the 50s, I don't know. But that was their theory. They're, it's new modern-day lynching. But I'm sorry if someone is breaking your house. I don't care what well, race they are. It would only be lynching if I brought them into my house and then shot them. Exactly. Or you went to their house and shot them, right. which is totally, the Castle Doctrine doesn't cover that. That would be murder. <laughs> there's already a law against that. All right. Yeah, Good there, question, Stan. There's a lot Stan. of laws against that kind of stuff. Thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate right, it. Yeah, keep fun. us posted on that one. <laughs> Eric, next up on On the Mark, thank you so much for calling in. Well, then, according to Stan, uh, the black uh, person in Minneapolis was perfectly right to the cop tried to shoot the cop, and it was it, that was perfectly okay because that police officers went into that house unannounced. So, 
going to stand, that was that was fine and dandy. Well, you're talking right? about these no-knock warrants. I think they're very dangerous, and I'm not I so certain they, they I'm not so certain they serve a legitimate purpose, in my opinion. And it put and it put those police officers in a no-win situation, and, and someone is dead. So I think the person to be held responsible for that is whoever whoever approved that no-knock warrant, or even having that, you know. Uh, so, so this happens in central Pennsylvania. Let's say a police officer, you know, kicks in Stan's door and he shoots him. According to Stan, that's what he can do. Then that's okay. I, I, well, yeah. you can shoot somebody we, who kicks talk, in your door. We can't talk up the size of our mouth here, right? No, but stop and think for a minute. If you have the legal authority from the Castle Doctrine to defend your home and the police don't knock, they don't tell you they're police, you have no way of right. knowing who's coming through your door, right. uh, what would you do? Stop and say, excuse me, sir, would you please tell me your intent before I fire? Yeah, because especially when they're coming in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep and everything. Right. You know? Whether well, you're yelling police and uh, wearing but police that's not, gear. That's not why I called. I just have to have to bring stand-up short sometimes. He thinks he's, you know. Um, so <laughs> He thinks he's what? Oh, I'd love to hear. Yeah, let's y- hear the You're the that. most decisive. <laughs> he thinks he's always right, okay? Well, and, well he uh, usually is. Well, and who's? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but with, with gun ownership comes great responsibility. Well, and, nobody um, knows that know. better than him. But I'll tell you what, Eric, everybody who calls their show thinks they're right. That's the nature of an opinion show. So <laughs> I'm not sure that's a fault. So go ahead and so give us your opinion. Show, I think I'm right show instead of... <laughs> uh, we couldn't get the name Mark <laughs> I, into I it. I think I'm on the mark. There you go. New show. Uh, no, the reason I'm calling is uh, Dr. Oz. Is, is, is Dr. Oz a rhino now instead of an elephant? I'm, I'm confused. What is your confusion, Eric? I have to ask. <laughs> well, I just saw a political ad that says it says that Doctor Oz is a rhino. Right. So supposedly he's right for Hollywood and wrong for Pennsylvania. I've seen that ad. Okay, and rhino means Republican in name only. Yes. Is that what rhino means? Yes, yeah. just like Dino means Democrat in name only. <laughs> Nobody uses that, but I you. do. <laughs> <laughs> And last, I know we probably have other people calling. So what, what do you think about the uh, Republican National Committee's decision that uh, what happened on January 6th was, and I'm, I'm quoting this from Yahoo News, was citizens in legitimate discourse. In legitimate political discourse. I agree with Mitch McConnell, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Eric, if you had, if somebody had said, Eric, I want you to help us make a recipe for the Democrats to not lose or for the Republicans to win the midterms, what could we do? And they say, okay, well, the only way that could happen is if we do something really stupid. We have to make sure that anybody in Washington, D.C. who votes their conscience or behaves with their conscience, not just party or puts the country ahead of party, is censured and that anybody who hits, uh, attacks law enforcement with uh, hammers and uh, bear spray and fire extinguishers and flag staffs. Anybody who does that is okay. That's legitimate political discourse. I have some bear spray over here I'd like to use on you some. Right. That's, that <laughs> is, is that the very recipe to lose the midterms for Republicans. So, Eric, if you suggested that, they took you up on that suggestion. But here's the work. thing. Look at both the political parties. The Democrats were going apoplectic, particularly the progressives, over Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, and they're standing up for the rules of the Senate. <laughs> 
The Republicans are going, uh, I'm going crazy because Republicans are trying to censure Liz Cheney, and I can't remember that name of the other congressman. Terrible to say I can't. You know, I don't think the parties have any right to discourage legitimate Adam dissent. Kinsinger. Yeah, Adam right, Kinsinger. Kinsinger. I don't think that the Republicans should be censuring those two, and I don't think the Democrats should be censuring Manchin and Cinema. To be honest with you, well, I think who, if we don't, who empowers the, the, those national committees? Any other? Not elected? Is, the, is that some sort of structure? Well, it's, it's a club. high level structure deciding who gets who gets the money. Type it's a thing. throwback. People. It's a throwback to the old days of smoke filled rooms and following uh-huh. the party line. And I I don't buy it. I would like my representatives and my senators to think independently for themselves, and not just mirror the party line. I agree, but I think we have to have some sort of you know coming coming centralist to to try to get things done. It's like I mean I've always liked Bob Casey, but I mean he just parrots the line. Uh, it doesn't matter how ridiculous the line is; he's there with it. Well, look at Senator Toomey's been censured because he would vote his conscience right. sometimes, and you know you can list the U.S. senators and congressmen who have and women who have voted their conscience rather than just party who put the country first in their view according to their conscience. I mean, you know, well, that's Senator okay Spector if that actually is their view. In other words, if you know your congressman well enough to know that that is exactly his view, and he votes it, I have no problem with that. But don't, I don't want him criticizing somebody else for having a different opinion and voting the way they feel. Why do you think, Joe, that so many of these political ads were topping up now because we are getting into, you know, election season, primary season? So many of them are tying themselves directly or indirectly with, with Donald Trump. I mean, as, as a thinking Republican, do you think that's a wise move? Well, I don't know. A shrinking number of Republicans still love the president, think the election was stolen. They're perfectly willing to go finish what they started on well, that January lady 6th. Well, that lady who's running for Senate, I mean, she's a MAGA Republican. She's a Christian. Right. She's, so she's a, You know, there's this, a third of the that. vote. You could, but uh, unfortunately, Doug Mastriano is going to get that uh, chunk of votes, not her, but that's another topic. No, I think Dr. Oz will get it. Oh, you think? Okay. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead, Eric. It's because of big, the same reason you still see Trump signs out there. That's why they align themselves with him. And, and now I'm seeing the, uh, is it the, the fellow from, and the names evade me sometimes, the fellow from um, up in Columbia County. Now he's McCormick, saying McCormick, Dave McCormick. McCormick, yeah. He's saying that every, the, the, the variant um, or the, um, yeah, the COVID was from China, and he's going to make China pay. Doesn't this sound so much like the the uh, the uh, immigration crisis is Mexican's fault, and we're going to build a wall and make Mexican pay for it? How'd that work out? <laughs> um, I don't know. It would have worked out. statements of the past, perhaps. It would have worked out fine if we'd have kept Donald Trump in office. Did we ever get? Uh, yeah, 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 Mexico was always going to pay for that, Joe. You really believe that, don't you? I was. Uh, what was the former Mexican president's name who said rather? flamboyantly, Mexico ain't going to pay for that blank and wall. Oh, I see. <laughs> and guess what? They didn't. All right, we got you, Eric. Thank I you so much. Thank you time, gentlemen. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yep, oh, us All right. too. All right, All right. Thank you for calling in. All right, we're going to take a quickie break, but we invite, uh, we'll have time for probably one, maybe two reactions to what you've heard. We uh, just heard about the crack pipes. The Biden administration has some funding well, for Well, man, couple that with Pennsylvania yeah, you're back marijuana. On your hey, we're going to get high here today. Right, so that's kind of making its uh, way around the conservative circles today. This uh, crack pipe, uh, thirty million dollars that 
funds a wide range of things, not the least of which is clean crack pipes. We can pipes add that to my favorite things, crack pipes and life. bongs. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are a few of the things Joe Biden wants. Well, and then we could just finish the elderly p- portion of that song. That's true. <laughs> Speaking fix, of that, there's a move on no, to have Joe no. take a cognitive test. we got to talk about that. Fix it in 10 crack pipes and <laughs> old-fashioned haircuts. Oh, but how about... Um, these oh, are Joe Biden's see. favorite things. Nice buds and toke balls. Oh, here we go. Toke <laughs> eight balls. balls. Eight balls. No, oh, eight balls. Oh, good for you. That That is some kind of a drug. I it think is. that's heroin. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Quickie reaction from uh, Quickie Dialer. 1-800-795-9565. We do have some emails to, uh, on this account, so we'll read those shortly. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, upper right-hand corner, Joe, related to crack pipes. Okay, uh, let's see here. No, it's not for racial equity. It's to cover for all the publicity surrounding his son, Hunter Biden. If they get away with distributing these horrible things to the general public, publicity around Hunter's drug addiction will go away. This man, our president, is really not with it for sure. Whoever is behind him setting these things up to make America the laughingstock of the world is disgusting, embarrassing, and an insult to we, the people of America. I refuse to lose my feelings of honor to be a citizen of the United States of America, but the sooner somehow Joe Biden is removed from office, the better. This is nothing but shameful in what they are doing with that puppet. And remove Kamala and Nancy, too. They are no better. (laughs) Isn't that funny? We got this letter two years ago, and... (laughs) They uh, crossed out his son, Hunter, and put in his kids, and Don Jr. and the rest of them, and uh, took out drug addiction and put uh, using the White House for profit and said all the uh, everything else was the same. So, yeah, about I, that? I guess that's our partisan divide as we see things differently. And then this one, what timing? Joe and all his bong, weed, and toke talk. Biden administration today, $30 million for crack pipe distribution plan. Racial equity. Marion Barry missed this potential <laughs> crack pipe czar cabinet position by two decades. And for those of you who don't remember, Marion Barry was the former mayor of Washington, D.C., who was caught up in a drug scandal. Well, not just caught on videotape doing crack in a restroom. That's true. So that was part of it. So and, he, he uh, had his... <laughs> and, of course, blamed it on, not himself, not the drug dealers, but on the drug itself. Right. It made me do it. The drug uh, made me do it. Here's our president, Mr. President. Oh, there's Reagan. a great picture of Ronald Reagan and Joe standing up. 
Uh, we can't. Apparently, that's all there is. Yeah, to the it. meme is too big. So <laughs> send that to us again. We can't see if there were words on it. We can't see them. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Looks like you're going to have to write that down. You'll need it next hour. In the meantime, we do have some texts. Right, and this is, is uh, Stan responding to Eric. He says, "Oh, Eric, I never said anyone should just shoot someone. Their intent needs to be determined, and when it is, if shooting is necessary, then I'm fine with it." Again, I go back to how it is we determine someone's motivation. Well, they've broken in. Excuse me, but if <laughs> I don't uninvited. shoot you, will you kill me, or are uh, you know, do I need to kill you first? We, it's just like a doctor's office. You hand them a clipboard. You ask them to fill this, fill out. this out. There's a lot of personal questions on there. If you say if there's a question you feel uncomfortable answering, just skip over it. Then they say, well, I am a burglary. I am not an African-American, and I am here to walk away with your flat screen TV and injure you, and then you can shoot them. And please do not racially profile me because I will not stand for it. Oh, no. They, they defy the profile. Uh, bottom one. All right. Eric, people should have gotten acquitted for no, shooting. Uh, no, people no? have gotten. I'm sorry. People have gotten acquitted for shooting cops that have entered their house in the middle of the night. And this one, there was a large peaceful rally on January 6th, and then some idiots went into the Capitol and caused a riot. Two different events. Get the fact straight, Eric. Oh, well, that's, that's sort of true. I mean, obviously, the people who were at the rally, what was it, 200,000 people or something? They didn't all go into the Capitol. No, and uh, only 700 are charged with entering the Capitol illegally. 700. And, and those charged, well, 736, I think, is the exact mm. number. And then um, we asked this question out loud yesterday, and one of our good listeners sent me a, a nasty gram saying there are only a dozen people charged with seditious. And it's not even sedition. It's seditious conspiracy. Oh. So before they're planning to take over and to disrupt the um, the count of the votes and all that sort of thing. Seditious conspiracy. Right. Which is the, it carries or the same be, weight as sedition. Can, would it be conspiracy to commit sedition? Uh, I never heard well, of seditious maybe the journalists conspiracy. are calling it seditious conspiracy. And I guess I forget where they they gave us a clipping, maybe from the Guardian or something. Ever notice how much seditious and delicious sound alike? <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, honest to Pete. Okay, Waldorf. <laughs> wow, it's fun to say seditious, delicious. We'll have to get that into our version of the uh, a few of my favorite things songs. Delicious edition and <laughs> delicious edition and fix it in for your gums. Oh, and nice keeping your teeth in and remembering to shave, Joe. All right, we'll come back. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. We had a conversation about the Biden administration going to help pay for some clean crack pipes for individuals uh, so they could uh, don't use some that might carry an infection or somehow be uh, not good for you. So that's, of course, uh, probably about 60%. You think they'll come to my house and clean my barn? Uh, yeah, 60% <laughs> of the world is opposed to that. And uh, let's see. Well, the 
goal is to save lives. We know that's true. So maybe you have an opinion about that. Uh, the Republican National Committee, of course, uh, referred stupidly referred to the January 6th riot as legitimate political or citizen discourse. What is it? Legitimate uh, political discourse, which, of course, uh, is the most ridiculous thing. So if they want to give away the midterms, please pass some more resolutions. Also censuring Adam Kensinger and Liz Cheney was part of that whole shtick. So um, we talked a little bit about that. Uh, We talked about the Castle Doctrine a tiny bit. So we got a couple of conversations going here. So we'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. They've been so successful down there that for 2022, if you want a Ford Mustang or the Mustang Mach-E, the electric one, you cannot get it. You can order one for 2023, but you can't get one for 2022. You can't get the full-size Bronco or the Maverick and, of course, the chip shortage and factory shutdowns. Ford just announced they're going to shut down some more factories. If you need the Expedition, you can't get that anymore this year. But So that's what you can't get. But what can you get? The Bronco Sport, including the one that comes with the lift kit already on it. It's just a gorgeous off-road vehicle. That's available. You can get the Ford Ranger. they got a cute one down there, too. It's got this uh, it's like a, a grayish-green color with the off-road package. Cute Ford right now. Oh, it's nice. Manly. It's yeah. masculine. Well, it is. Yeah. It's already lifted. It's got 30-inch tires and maybe about uh, 10 inches of clearance or so. F-150s are available. They have a half a dozen of them on the lot, maybe more, and they can get more on the way. Echo Sport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, F-250s. you got to wait a little bit for the F-250, but they can get them. And it's all because it's the Sunbury Motor Company. they got a lot of allocations, so that means that the Sunbury at the Ford Motor Company, when they see that email from the Sunbury Motor Company that says, hey, I want to get one of those Rangers in a specific color and a specific size and with the sunroof and all that, uh, they jump and they make that happen because they got uh, the uh, gravitas at Ford Motor Company to make that happen. They have oh, won the president. What's the gravitas look like? This is a nice-looking vehicle? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's very nice. It looks a lot like a your Ford vehicle. gravitas. All right. It has a remote start and everything. Sounds so. like a serious automobile. It is. It's it's, uh, it's like a uh, dark plum is the color. Okay. okay. All right. But Sunbury Motor Company, check them out at sunburymotors.com. I got to drive around in a Ford F550 dump truck. That was fun. And, <laughs> and the township didn't seem to mind. How appropriate. <laughs> right. Where? Wait. I bet you put your ideas and opinions in the back. I did. (laughs) Wait, what are you saying? Dump them. Dump them. (laughs) Okay. All right. It was, uh, I was hauling around some guano for a short time, if you know what that is. You're the Eastern distributor, I believe. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> All right. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Do as I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com. They would just love to have a chit-chat with you about your next vehicle. Some very brief news headlines here. Nearly 200 new deaths related to COVID-19 have been reported statewide. Uh, unfortunately, the death rate continues uh, to plateau and has not yet dropped. All of the other numbers associated with COVID-19 are going down. Hospitalizations are going down. Of course, I know you're going to say that correlates with the number 
number of deaths. I get that. Geisinger Danville's down to 91 people on board. The number of uh, people who are getting the disease is finally going down, uh, but the death rate uh, still high. You can read more about this at WKOK.com. Governor Tom Wolf yesterday said that uh, Joe McGranahan's done a lot of work uh, in his life. He should be getting higher than the minimum wage. Pennsylvania's minimum wage is still stuck at $7.25. Pennsylvanians have not gotten a raise in 13 years. Adjusted for inflation, they've actually taken a $2 an hour pay cut. And this is embarrassing. The governor hopes to raise the minimum wage to $12 an hour. Uh, Afterward, Jake Corman said, quote, he can say what he wants, but Pennsylvanians will never forget how terribly the Wolf administration mishandled the pandemic. Now he's trying to buy back the support of alienated voters by using money that we already plan to invest in the health, safety, and prosperity of our citizens in the years. You know what he didn't say? Ahead. how, How many people in Pennsylvania are actually working at that minimum wage? Well, that's a good question. Now, I think that number would be exceedingly low. I do, too. But I think the uh, point would be that there are some people who are earning less than $10 an hour, so this would raise them up to 12 And the uh, the other thing is that when uh, the labor pool and available jobs goes back to its normal ratio, where there are more jobs than workers, and, or the other way around, when there's more workers than jobs, then the minimum wage also becomes a factor for some of uh, families on the margin in Pennsylvania. So that's why he wants to do that. And some good news yesterday out of Harrisburg, believe it or don't, even though they're sucked into the vortex, uh, the uh, Republican-controlled State Senate Government Committee advanced a resolution authorized by Senator Chris Dush of Jefferson County that calls for a convention of states in the U.S. to consider and quite wisely put limitations on the federal government's authority and term limits on lawmakers. So finally, this budget forward a little bit. John Shipman will be here Friday, so we'll talk to him about uh, this a little bit. Uh, we talked about the Canadian truckers. Well, guess what? Canadian lawmakers are expressing worry now that the economic effects of the disruptive demonstrations will hurt U.S. Canada trade. Yesterday, the blockade went to the Ambassador Bridge between Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, preventing traffic from entering or leaving the U.S. That particular bridge carries 25% of all trade between Canada and the U.S. If you haven't seen the aerial photos of the bridge stacked up with trucks, that's quite a sight, uh, so they are concerned about that. Finally, from Washington, D.C. The highest-ranking Republican official in the Senate is making his stance clear when it comes to the deadly January 6th attack on the Capitol. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power Tuesday, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell criticized the Republican National Committee for censuring Wyoming's Liz Cheney and Illinois' Adam Kinzinger for serving on the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection. And that is Nicole Killian reporting for CBS News. I found it noteworthy. Of course, he would rebuke the RNC for this, but he also calls it a violent insurrection, which a lot of Republicans don't even call it an insurrection because so few people are charged with seditious conspiracy, but uh, he does. So, All right, to be continued, what's your view on this, uh, folks? We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. 
yesterday I said, uh, Joe, is not the FBI supposed to be apolitical or non-political? Uh, or maybe I said they are supposed to be non-partisan. But to that end, we got a response. Says, wrong, Mark. The FBI is supposed to be non-political, but has been weaponized. Ray thinks Antifa is an ideology. Ideology does not burn down buildings. All right. But people who espouse an ideology do. Do. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, talking about the so, current FBI. Now, how long has the FBI been used when weaponized? Well, since J. Edgar Hoover ran Since the, the place. very beginning. Okay. So this is not... I mean, he president. always pursued a political... Initially, his goals were good. He, he wanted to try and, you know, the, at one point, the FBI wasn't allowed to carry firearms. He started out uh, trying to put them on an equal footing with the criminals he was trying to do. On balance, I think J. Edgar Hoover did more good than harm, but... Toward the end, I'd say he did more harm than good. So that was the beginning, the end of the objective. Uh, well, look at what he did to Doctor. Look at what he did to Doctor King. I mean, trying to get him to commit suicide for heaven's sakes. That's not exactly what you expect your FBI to be doing, right? Okay. So, and has the FBI been tainted ever since? Well, it's look at all the. The, you know, the stories that have surfaced over the past years with President Trump and the mm-hmm. FBI, the, those people that were trying to get him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That's not good. That's not what the FBI should be about. Great. Okay. You know, but it's funny. You watch all those 1940 World War II movies. The J. Edgar Hoover actually approved the scripts. He would approve the actors in the if they were about the FBI. You know, so he stage managed the bureau's reputation, and no one dared cross him because of his files that he kept on everybody, including President Johnson. Oh my gosh! Okay. And President Kennedy. He's the one who suggested to Bobby Kennedy that uh, you know the, the story about Marilyn Monroe might not look good for your brother. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Lower right-hand corner. This is the only text we haven't read. Says, Pennsylvanians vote for Lieutenant Governor. It says vote for Lieutenant John Fetterman for Senate. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can apply for your absentee ballot today. Yeah. Yeah, the mail-in ballots. Now's the time to fill out the forms or, or for absentee If you want ballots. marijuana in Pennsylvania, there's your guy. Well, yeah, he'll be happy to sign it. Well, he'll be a senator, so he won't have anything to do with it if he's elected to the U.S. Senate which is a long shot. Well, that'll make yeah. um, that'll make the United States fertile ground for conversion to marijuana use. All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sent us a note yesterday while we were enjoying just uh, wide-open phones. It says, just a note about natural gas prices going up. My gas company just informed me next month. They informed me next month? I would hope that you must be prescient to realize they informed me regarding me. next month. Okay. Are you happy now? All right. I will be paying a new amount, $30 more per month for my natural gas home heat. Thanks, Joe Biden. Now I have to find more money while on a limited income. The German leader is wise to Joe. We aren't. Um, and then the story I have here, which we'll hopefully get to, about the 40 Republicans requesting that President Biden immediately take a cognitive test. Oh, okay. 1-800-795-9565. Joseph, thanks for waiting. we got another call coming in, too, so we're going to go right to callers. Joseph, go ahead. Okay, thank you for taking my call. Yes, I want to call about uh, the administration. I just heard that this morning, too. $30 million to provide crack pipes for these uh, drug addicts. Uh, and it seems like there's no correction for any any punishment for behavior that's unfitting a society. Uh, for instance, you know what's going on in the cities here. They're, they commit a crime, and they're, they're right back out on the streets again. And so there's no fear or no... Uh, no, no fear at all of any uh, repercussions for their actions. I know back in the 60s, 
I used to be a stonemason contractor, and I was doing a home for uh, 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 he was a psychiatrist for EV Hospital. He's the top guy there, and uh, he had a room in the basement where he would allow his children to go if they did something wrong, and uh, just uh, whatever they wanted to do in that room, they could smash, break, uh, curse, swear, just to get it out, let it out, let it out, you know. Well, here's the problem. I mean, (laughs) that was a psychiatrist, and that's pretty bad psychology, because when that child gets old and someone crosses him, he gets road rage, and he'll take his uh, emotions and vent them on you or somebody. And that's what we're seeing happening today. What happened in the 60s with the liberal actions uh, in in the 60s with Dr. Spock and the women's liberation and all that, this is what happened. You know what I mean? There's no no correction, you know, and well, they're just not following... what what we should do with our children. I, well, when I went to school, and and that was in, well, of course, I was born in 41. But when I went to school, if I acted up back in the 40s uh, and 50s, <laughs> I, got the, I got the rubber hose. The teacher would take you out in the woodshed, and you'd lay that rubber hose across your backside, and uh, you didn't act up again. And, that, of course, that, you know, it should have been done with supervision. Sometimes the teachers were a little extreme. I understand that. But they should have had two teachers there. But nonetheless, you knew that there was, uh, you'd have to pay for your actions. And it's just, it's just biblical that if you spare the rod, you will spoil the child. And that's what has happened here in, in this generation. We see the fruits of that now. Uh, it's just, you know, there's no... You just do what you want, you know? Well, we see a lot of great young people doing a lot of great things. That's the fruits that I see, and I see a lot of parents that will not be violent. They will not beat, injure, whip, hose, switch, or in any way hurt their kids. And so uh, we do have a lot of kids that are growing up smart. I mean, look at my daughter. She's a perfect example. I would never beat her, injure her. Did you ever beat or injure your kids? Oh, constantly. Constantly. Okay, well, Joe did. did. His son's a super guy. No. I I I was an I was an arm pincher. Oh, I see. Okay, well, and probably left a bruise or two. But in any event, yeah, Joseph, I don't think there's a guarantee that violence makes kids grow up great. No, no, no. no please, don't misunderstand me. Not all children need corporal punishment. Some do. Uh, my father would give me his belt, and I probably got it maybe once a week, and he didn't get me for half the stuff that I did. And I deserved it. But I'll tell you, it, 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 made, it made an impression on me. It, it wasn't wait, 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 me. Joseph, that, uh, you just said that it made you change your behavior, but you're saying that it didn't make you change your behavior. You did the same thing next week, plus stuff you no, got no, away I, with. I have been twice as bad. I would have oh, been twice okay. as bad, believe me. So. Okay. Because I, I feared getting that belt. You know so what if I mean? he had beaten you but twice... I was I was a bad child. If he had beaten I mean? you, Joseph, it, if he had beaten you twice as much, would you have been an absolutely great kid? I probably would have been better off. <laughs> yeah, that, I can see that. But I'm just saying, uh, I see women in, in the, the shopping line, and their child will be doing something. Now, don't do that. If you do that again, I'm going to, I'm going to, and they threat, they threat, but they never carry out any kind of punishment whatsoever, right. you know. And the child just grows up without any, any uh, moral understanding of things, you know, that y- you have to pay for what you do. If you're going to do the crime, you're going to... <laughs> 
you know, pay the do the if you're going to do the crime, you got to pay the time. Or How do about the that time. great old you line? Know? This is going to hurt me more than you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I got spanked when I was a kid, and it, I don't think it deterred anything. Oh, we got, got in trouble too. the next day. So. Hey, in school, did you get did you get spanked in school? Uh, not spanked, per se. Uh, paddled. They used to paddle yeah, in our school. Yeah, we had to paddle, wooden paddle, yeah. in, the high, in the high school in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Call that, that didn't deter anything. It. They used to call that it's the Board of Education. You hear that whistle through the air before Oh, no, good. that wouldn't I'm be good. Scary, they yeah. used to call that the Board of Education. <laughs> so, right, exactly. SWATs, they called them. How many SWATs? I got 30 swats. All right. Thank you, Joseph. Sound parenting advice. We appreciate it. Yeah, so let's thank you. beat the crap out of the little well, people. Come on, Joe. It's, <laughs> no. it's, it, it, injuring your child in the name of discipline, discipline is not a crime. It's not. But you can now be arrested for that if you go. Uh, what, where, what is the law's uh, current status on corporal punishment? Actually, uh, by parents one of our texters says injuring a child in the name of discipline is a crime. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, I would have thought right. so. I would have <laughs> thought right. so. one 800 Nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, one eight hundred one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five on the uh, crack pipe thing. Go ahead. All right, for when Chris calls in and parrots the misinformation chi- or claim, HHS received a wave of backlash after the issue surfaced. Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican of Arkansas, derided HHS's response in a tweet on Tuesday. He said, HHS says that Biden's crack pipe distribution plan is blatant misinformation, but they don't deny the report, he said. Once again, misinformation just means true facts to make Democrats look bad. Well, and I think uh, it's probably true that it's it's out of context, but under certain circumstances, in the right context, clean needles and clean crack pipes have been part of drug con, very controversial parts of drug treatment programs, so but the see. goal is to save lives. That's a dilemma. So we can't spank our children, but we can buy them a clean crap pipe, crack well, pipe. Well, if they're, <laughs> if, if they're addicted, and that's the only way to save their life, again, it goes back to the whole argument we had about Narcan. People don't want cops to have it, because if somebody's going to die from an overdose, let them die. And police and human service providers and presidents un- under these circumstances don't feel Listen, that way. No, no one in their right mind is going to deny somebody the opportunity to save a life. As a matter of fact, our police department, I'm not saying anything out of school, had to use Narcan last weekend, mm-hmm. and it brought somebody back. I thank God they had it available and that they were ready to use it. Now, to get another one, they have to report exactly what the circumstances were what happened. and what happened, and then they'll be given another one. Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I didn't hear everything in the first half hour there. I had a phone call. 
that you were talking about the Capitol building protests and no, uh, we were McConnell talking about the insurrection. Wrong. <laughs> the RNC has it right. No, it was rather. a protest. That's what it was. The people okay. that caused the problems were the implants. Oh, okay. the Antifa, <laughs> Black Lives Matter, and a couple FBI agents. <laughs> were implanted there to cause the problem. I hate to tell you, Dan, but I saw a lot of coverage of that. I didn't see too many black people there waving flagpoles and beating people. They weren't. They didn't have to be black, but they were Black Lives Matter people. One of them even made the, some of the movies film of the protest. Just to, this is a, nothing but a propaganda machine. <laughs> and they uh-huh. thought now we're finally going to get rid of that disgraceful talk Trump forever. That's what this is all about. And they're trying hard to stick it on him. And he's the, he's the gentleman they called a day or two before to warn the Capitol Police and Pelosi, hey, there could be a problem at the Capitol building. They left to go. They this they wanted to happen. Don't let them fool you. They wanted this to happen. Then they could use it for propaganda, like they are now. There's not a night if you I I don't have cable. There's not a night on your local news, your or your national news that they don't show the worst parts of them of the people breaking into the building. This is propaganda. Well, that's what people were charged. Those are the criminal incidents. I mean, nobody talks. Yep. It's certainly legal to protest. There are, you know, thousands of people there protesting peacefully. But like what Mitch, so Mitch McConnell's misguided? and Exactly. Well, oh, okay. yeah. I think he's trying to make brownie points with somebody. Uh, you know, he's sometimes he's all over the scale. Yeah, he gets it right sometimes. Sometimes he's—I don't know why he'd be making political points with somebody by calling it what he did. Like That's rational, I, most rational pardon? people. He's trying to make political points with most of the rational people in the U.S. Yeah, uh, Dan, I got a quick right there. You're calling people like me. Oh, disrational, if that's a word. No, it's irrational. And we're the only ones that can see through the... Oh, the only ones that can see riot. through? Oh, how fortunate we are that you've called us. Jesus You're Christ. the only people that can see through all this to let us it's know. Not just me. There's 40... I bet there's 40... Well, I bet you most of your listeners would agree with me. I bet you, I bet you don't on that one. It's not just me. A But It's like I said yesterday. You get behind a microphone, I think you lose some of your common sense. (laughs) I really do, and I don't mean it as a as picking on you, too, or anything. That's, you know, that's really odd because Mark and I were just saying, isn't it funny how when people get on the telephone to this program, they lose some of their common sense? Oh, no, we did not. <laughs> right. He well, is making a joke, I don't, Dan. I'll He's making a joke. i a gentleman, <laughs> All right. but I, I didn't think this up just to talk on the telephone. 
I got gotcha. you. Actually, what I believe. I got gotcha. you. In a in a in a rational conclusion of all that I seen. Well, you got good company. Capital protest, and you know you've got a. Well, probably not. You should realize that they're using this against Trump. I don't know if you can see that or not. Well, can you see, Dan, even the remotest possibility that Donald Trump actually enjoyed having that happen? That he wanted it to happen? That he encouraged he, it to happen? Somebody said he was gleeful. He, he called, tried to call it off. When? Not for hours, <laughs> Dan. Not for Two hours. Days before he called the... No, I'm talking about the day court. it actually took place. He didn't act for hours. For hours. A- right, after the fact. No, gotta, not after the fact. In the middle of the fact, he didn't a- act. He he called, but what I'm saying, he called before when he had the intelligence report that it was going to be a problem. Okay, he so, so it so could he, have all been stopped. He called them and and they didn't they didn't do anything about it. But then right, when the riot exactly. actual then when the riot actually took place and it was actually going on and when he could have as the president of the United States exerted exerted moral authority to get it stopped. And he great didn't military authority. He too. didn't do it for hours. And you can't right, you can't well, admit that that was wrong. Started, all right, we got to go. So he knew it and then what happened after that I'm not sure, but he he didn't. It was already going on, you know, when he was still speaking up there. All right, no we got to hit the road, Dan. I, I, that part is a mystery a little bit, but okay, Trump, we got to go. Trump didn't want it to happen. Dan, are you that, a uh, Doug Mastriano for U.S. Senate guy? Um, I didn't make my mind up okay. yet. There's a lot of. I kind of like the two ladies that are running. I like both of them. They, Carla and... Oh, she's running uh, for... Or, uh, Mastriano's running for governor. I'm sorry, I misstated Oh, that. governor, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I heard Senate. Yeah, I'm that's what I said. I'm not sure yet on okay. the All right, governor. keep us posted. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, thank you, sir. Take care. And I'll right. make my mind okay. up. Okay, bye, All right, Dan. thank you, sir. Hey, great, great talking right, with you. Have fun. a great one. You hey, too, YouTube, sir. Buddy. Take right. care. Yep. 1-800-795-9565. we got two open lines. We'll be right back. To be continued. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then we'll get right. uh, Lance on the air. Isn't it amazing how all the Democratic governors are lifting their COVID restrictions? I guess politics and the midterms are on their minds. Yeah, didn't we lift uh, restrictions already in some places? I mean, a long time ago. Pennsylvania here we did. It's not mandatory. Well, that right? was more political than gubernatorial. But anyway, okay. More political than gubernatorial. But we lifted restrictions in the past, and of course the governor probably would have reimposed them. Did do some. But anyway, okay, we digress. Uh, Lance, go right ahead. I think you need beaten. (laughs) Well, the governor, in uh, typical fashion, was talking about our uh, education system, and all we need to do is pour more money in it, what he was talking about. (laughs) Well, it seems like where we're spending the most is where we're getting the least. Uh, For years, Pennsylvania spent uh, six from the top when it came to... uh, spending money on education and six from the bottom when it came to SAT scores. Well, I checked a little bit ago and we have moved up. We've cut costs and we've moved up. Uh, we're now 
seventh from the top and seventh from the bottom. Now, that's really moving in the right direction. <laughs> We're in number seven. We're in number seven. Well, yeah. I think it, 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 the education system must be like people. You know, we require more maintenance and input even though we do less. Or it's like an yeah. old car. You need to do more even though you drive it less. Yeah, that's for sure. So the education system might need some upgrades. <laughs> well, um, on the, uh, the Sunday radio shows, uh, the, the press there was at uh, ATF headquarters, and they were demonstrating how easily it was to convert an AR-15 over to full auto fire. You know, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Well, <laughs> what they failed to mention was if you do that, you could wind up in federal prison for 10 years. And they never say that it was actually illegal to do it. They're saying about, oh, we encounter more machine guns now than we ever did. Well, what happened to the people that had them? Unless they killed somebody with them, I don't think they're ever even charged with it. And I try that as a hobbyist. I'm going to wind up in Lewisburg, R.D. pretty quick. (laughs) And you don't mean Walmart. No. So uh, it's just... uh, seems odd to me that they wouldn't mention that this is, uh, well, no, it doesn't really seem odd. It seems typical that they wouldn't. They really did just make it sound like, like it's a, this. just a fun thing to do with a gun. Hey, you can put this uh, pin in it or whatever, and uh, away yeah. you go. All right. See, well, then the parts are easily available at a gun show, and it's up to you that you own an M16 to put them in. You could buy the parts to make a semi-automatic full auto at a gun show? Uh, well, sometimes. Depends who's there. Okay. Who I mean, I've got stuff there like that, but then I have an M16. Gotcha. So it's <laughs> you can have a hundred of them, but you must have the uh, sure you gotta, that it fits into. you got to be vetted. That, yeah. Okay. Well vetted. Now, uh, et cetera here, is this uh, <laughs> skier that is an American, but is actually a, a communist Chinese and doing really well there for propaganda purposes, to me symbolizes the rot that has permeated Western culture in mass hay, really, when you get down to it. And I was starting, but there are people out there that, as I, which was it, was it uh, Stalin? Who said, or, or Marx, I can't remember which. It said that the capitalist will sell you a rope to hang them with. Mm-hmm. And some of these people are really like that. Our corporations are getting to be like that. And they're getting to be that way with those uh, your social um, score. You know? Mm-hmm. That, uh, if you're not doing, uh, well, would it be environmental, social, and government, or your ESG score? You're not going to get funding from big some of the big banks. And, uh, well, what I think is funny, though, they'll <laughs> fund breweries, they'll fund bars and everything, but you in the firearms industry, you're sort of on your own. All right. We got you. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks, Lance. I appreciate the call. One of our listeners sends us a text, says, I don't recall hearing any destruction by the Canadian convoy protests. They're honking their horns. Right. Yeah, I don't think they're doing anything wrong. There's a picture of the uh, Canadian police arresting a grandfather because he drove by and honked his horn in support of the truckers. Oh, because of the noise ordinance? Yeah, they arrested him. 
Yay, Canada. Okay. Uh, why do you suppose the Biden administration used $2 billion of COVID relief money to move move illegals around the country, says one of our good listeners? Because they can. Uh, <laughs> right. Executive <laughs> privilege, right? right? All right. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Al's standing by. Eric is the next person, but he's restricted to 60 seconds. Go ahead, sir. Clock is oh. running. <laughs> I, I just I had to call in because every time Joseph calls in, my blood pressure goes up as a, a Christian. Um, just, just a word to everyone out there. Uh, Joseph and his let's beat the hell out of people brand of Christianity is only his own and a select few. The message should be love. Uh, I'd like to know from Joseph if this beating as a way of correction works so well, why does that have to beat him at least once a week? And he, he was a stonemason. He's used to beating on things as a... As a professional, uh, I would glad he never worked at my house because I would like to think that what to my house can be kept secret by my contractors. But apparently, he wants to blab it. It's his his uh, his uh, agenda. And finally, I wonder. If, uh, and he also spoke about women's liberation being one of the worst parts of the '60s. You know, hey, Joseph, we we don't can't keep our women home, pregnant and barefoot anymore. And uh, just the final slate is uh, the term rule of thumb. Have we talked about that before, gentlemen, where that rule of thumb came from? That's yeah, that's, you can't have a bigger stick than the, 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 your thumb to beat your wife with. We all that's heard right. that That's story. where that rule of thumb came from. But so, listen, in Joseph's, uh, in Joseph's defense, he didn't say that every child should be beaten. He said that no, some child, some children, according to his standards. He said that some children would benefit up. from ha- corporal punishment. All and right. that's not an unusual opinion. Many people hold it. All right, we got well, to Eric. As a, as a student of psychology, I can tell you that the people who beat their children are more than likely the same ones who got beaten as children. And how do we break that cycle? Just like uh, sex abusers tend to be a large percentage of the ones who are also abused as children. All right, we got you, Eric. Thank you so much. All right, cyclical abuse comes in many forms. Uh, on the topic of an M16 that can be turned into a machine gun, Joe? Possession of any M16 trigger components by anyone not in possession of a legal M16 is a felony. The big part is the auto sear. It's like a pin or something. It's like this odd-shaped pin that has pivots and angles. It's not just a straight pin, so to speak. Al, you're on the mark. You know that. Uh, I I know it because of this man right there. there. Good good morning. You're on. Okay. um, I called about the the sext, and on the sext, the... uh, Pelosi has charge of the Capitol Police, right? I believe ultimately, yeah, the Speaker of the House is in and, charge and of also Capitol she Security. has the right to call the National Guard. Right. Could, yeah. Why didn't she do it the instant they were breaking things down before the speech was even over? Well, I think why that's a good question. I, I think we've looked at and that. why doesn't she bring her records out? Right. I think the January 6th committee definitely wants to look at all of that. And I think we've established she on this show... She won't show them their paper, her papers. She won't show them her papers. Well, she should. But anyway, uh, she's equally culpable. She and the president and anybody who was in the decision-making that allowed the riot to go on for so long is... And then uh, now we have political liable. prisoners, too, because there's 36 of them left in the D.C. Uh, jail. Uh, they're only allowed out of their cells two hours a day, the other 22 they spend in their cells, and they have a very hard time contacting family, almost impossible, and once in a while they get to see their lawyer, but they still haven't, they still haven't had their hearing. What's the, the why does the hearing. government do that? That's political prisoners. Right, no, I got that's that. that I, uh, that's, a, that's a good summary, but what's the specific cause? What, why does the government say you can't have hearings or lawyers or contact or outside time? What's because the reason? 
because they're in that jail in D.C. under 22 hours a day lockdown, and they're holding back their their rights, their right. legal rights. Right, I got that. That's okay. why they can't get through to them. I'm clear. They were they were that bad that day that they don't deserve a hearing. Let, let's stipulate that what you say is true. My question to you is, why does the government say that? Why is the government keeping them isolated in solitary, minus the two hours, and little contact with their family? Are they tremendous security risks? Are they seditionists, if that's a real word? Um, I've, I'm telling you they're political prisoners. That's oh, that, why oh, because they disagree with that's the president. That's my answer. Okay. They are political prisoners okay. at this point. Well, I don't think that we are allowed to just jail people for differences in politics. I'm no. sure the Justice Department no. has another stated reason. It may be bogus because of politics, but they do have another stated reason. Well, it's abnormal. We, I think there's 180 days or 100 at the most or 90. 90 days they try and get you uh, a hearing. Well, 180 day rule no is from the time of arrest. Yeah, I to think trial. there's a 180 day rule that they have to. As you should well know. Or right. set you free. Yeah, as <laughs> I should well know. <laughs> right. But that's I'm another. A, t- a felon, I'm not. <laughs> no, uh, but falsely I've charged. charged with, I've been charged. Hey, have you ever been harassed at that level? Right. I was charged with five of felons. If a, and uh, two misdemeanors that would have put me in jail for 27 years. And ninety days, a felon you are and not, 50, and fifty thousand dollars worth of fines. But I prayed and I prayed, and it all went away except for a five hundred dollar fine. And that day, my lawyer gave, paid the fine for me and gave me a thousand dollars back and said, "Would this stop the, the proceedings here okay. at the preliminary hearing down at Toomey's office?" Okay. But I I crossed the wrong people, and and they were ready to put my little sorry old butt in jail for 27 <laughs> years and 90 days. They're ready to put your keister away. All right, we got you. Oh, yes, they Maybe were. if you'd have been whipped as so a if child. You ever, if you've ever been under that <laughs> kind of political pressure, Joe, you knock know. It off. Maybe if you had no, been whipped I'm as a child. No, no, I'm not going to let you. Maybe if you'd been whipped as a child, you wouldn't have done those things. Oh, God. He didn't do I that. Was, <laughs> I, I can remember three good spankings, and my dad talked to me about it before I got the three good spankings. What it was for. One was for stealing, one was for lying, and one was for sassing off to my mother. And I, you know what? I got those three good whalings. One of them I got whaled and surprised me so much I peed my pants. But um, you're That's just a kid. Topic. What are you going to do? Right. And, but I didn't do those things again. More information And then the one time out. I got called, stole, stealing, uh, the old lady's boy worked at uh, Granway. And he was the detective that caught me. And my biggest thing was, I'll take a beat and I'll do whatever, but just don't tell you, Mrs. Clement, <laughs> because <laughs> oh my gosh. I All don't right. want her to think less of me. We got you, Al. Thank you so much. Thanks, Al. Yep, Appreciate thank that. You. All right. one 800 we probably got our callers for the rest of the day. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Good rock and roll bumper music. Thank you so much, Rob Center, our fabulous producer. Didn't get enough credit today, so we got to thank him. All right, we got a caller on the line who gets a minute, and then one who can have more than that. And uh, we got another call coming in. So uh, Rob's taking care of that. Joseph, you got sixty seconds. Okay, thank you. Uh, I hope that guy isn't cringing too much because I'm back on the air. Uh, no, I did not, and I thank Joe for standing up for what I said. I, I'm not saying to beat children, and uh, I'm saying when they need correction to correct them and correct them properly, because the Scripture, he claims to be a Christian. Well, then you ought to believe the Scriptures. Read Proverbs twenty-three thirteen. If you withhold correction from a child, he won't die. Uh, but if you beat him with a child, you deliver his soul from hell. That's pretty serious, because I wouldn't want any child to go to hell, and, and hell fires be cast in the lake of fire. And uh, furthermore, read uh, uh, churches. They all had to repent, or he's going to remove, blot their name out of the book of life. If your name isn't in the book of life, you're going to be cast into the lake of fire. Right. That's how our Heavenly Father thinks about punishment. Right. It's to correct you. the child. <laughs> it's to game go the right way. All right. It's Got it. Oops, I'm sorry. Well, we were over a minute. Sorry. But still, I think any time you leave a welt on a kid, you've gone too far. I mean, I understand spanking. That is certainly part of common discipline in the U.S. So if your name's written in the Book of Life and you whip a child, does your name get taken out of the Book of Life? But welting kids with a rubber hose. Come on now. All right. Ah, but if that saves them from getting cast into the lake of fire, right, it's haven't you done them it. a greater yes, favor? Yes, better to uh, beat their crap out of your kid and <laughs> save them from going to the lake of fire. Being beat the crap out of later. Well, I mean, that's uh, Old Testament stuff right there. Dale, you're on the mark. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, <clears throat> basically I think everyone's scared of Trump. I mean, it's even Mitch McConnell's scared of Trump. Now, I think it, it's blatant clear now. I think Trump is basically getting bombarded by the Bar Association. Because <laughs> you look at, uh, I knew they were there. Yes, he is. He, he is. If you look at Trump, Pelosi, I mean, uh, Pelosi and McConnell, they're all lawyers and they're all looting and they're using big law firms to make profits off of China. Well, let me let me ask you a well, quick question, Dale. All intellectual property. So basically, the divide is basically Trump versus the bar association. Look like he's winning. Okay. Can we can we explore something you said? Uh, now, you, are you, you said Mr. Trump supporter, or are you going to be a bar? Well, station? no, I'm going to ask you a I'm question about. I, I need if you he's to... winning the war, <laughs> and you're using every firepower you possibly can. I don't like to do it. I think it's a slime bag. No, I, I, if he's going to beat the bar association, I'm 100 percent with him. Okay, and that's what I think. That I think everybody's got to make it clear because I think we can all agree on that. Everything in their arsenal to shame you punish you, make you feel remorse for supporting this guy. So, if you keep your chin high and just watch these people keep extorting and embezzle, and, and then put a stop to it, I think... Yeah, Joe well, is well, all Team Trump. Let me ask you this How question. The FBI, the FBI is not stopping these big uh, these big law firms from selling our intellectual property. I don't understand that. 
it's just blatant written on the wall. Gotcha there, Jim. Yeah. Dale, let me may I ask you a question? Dale. Hello, Dale. May I ask you a May I ask you a question, Dale? You said at the beginning that Mitch McConnell is afraid of Donald Trump, and yet Mitch McConnell crossed Donald Trump. He came right out and said that he believed January sixth was an insurrection. And Donald Trump has said that it was legitimate, peaceful protest. So why do you say, if I may ask, why do you say that uh, that Mitch McConnell's afraid of Donald Trump? Go ahead. All I want to say is <laughs> our association makes people feel despaired, you know, un, uh, you know, feel regret and remorse. That's the devil. So I think he's going to he's he's destroying all you, and you're you're against Trump now too. So you're just part of our association. It ain't Republican, Democrat, and it, it ain't nothing like that. It's all about. The people versus the bar. Well, well I like must admit, I've had a long association with the bar association. Right, your team bar all okay, the way. Well, well, you just keep extorting embezzlement. That's all you're doing. Is that what I'm doing? Okay. Well, how how am yeah, I doing that? To, how how is that you're being accomplished? To make people feel despair, and you're going to tell them, "Give me money, and I'll make you lift your chin up." So yeah, if I give Joe, you, Joe, Joe, trust me, it's it's blatant obvious. Trust it. They're using every firepower to get Trump out of there, but it looks like the people are going to win. Well, I thought you I thought you hated jail. Trump. I, I think he's a I think he's a slime bag, but if he's a slime bag, he's going to take down the bar association. That's all I'm about. <laughs> right. Nothing we, makes better friends than a common enemy. Yeah, you know that the integrity of, of government is trash, totally trash, because everybody's seen what's happening. Right. Well, the old they saying can, they can keep buying they can keep buying the media and trying to pump it into your head, but it ain't working. They're using everything. They're going to, pretty soon. They're going to come out and use the military and start shooting you if you if you uh, support Trump. What, I mean, why I, have I think this guy here. I think this guy bulges all over by himself. Should we sick the military on the bar association, Dale? Should we send the it's military? Amazing how one man can take these all down. Come on, Joe, be rational, will you? No, I'm just curious. I think we should send the military after the bar are you, association. Are you American or are you a lawyer? Which one are you? Can you tell me right, <laughs> right now? Joe, <laughs> am I an American or a lawyer? Question. <laughs> well, you're you, not a lawyer. Tell me. <laughs> Are you? Okay, well, you're a lawyer. All right. Well, Joseph, like Joseph, lawyer. Well, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Dale. Roger Haddon, senior, who owned Dale. this radio station for many years, used to tell me I'd have been much happier as a lawyer. Really? <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, yeah, you have a good mind for that. You got to remember all those cases and stuff. Case law. Lower right hand corner, Joe. You're not done yet. Put your soda well, no, down. No, I, I just, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how it is we stop the bar association from this terrible behavior. Of the U.S. military. It's the only way. I think that's it. Yeah. What okay. do they call a lawyer at the bottom of the ocean? And, Mark, the government is illegally holding January 6th detainees because the DOJ is acting illegally. What is the DOJ afraid of? The Bar Association, no doubt. That's obvious. Anybody knows that. Everybody knows that. All right, thank you, everybody, for participating and calling and texting and emailing. We're going to launch it again tomorrow. State Representative Dave Roque calling us tomorrow morning at the beginning of the show. This is WKOK Sunbury.